This is The Reality. Hello again, welcome to The Reality. I'm Dudley Anderson, so good to be with you. Today on The Reality, we meet somebody whose life was touched and changed by a personal encounter with the living God. If you'd like to know more, if you're listening up and you have some questions, I'd love to hear from you. You can write me an email, dudley at surereality.net. I'll mention that email address again later on in the show. Today we meet founder of Carmel Ministries in India, Pastor Ebenezer Shastri. Pastor Ebenezer is involved in church planting. He has a vision of planting more than a hundred churches across his nation. He also runs a barber college and children's homes, and he teaches and preaches in India and abroad. However, though Pastor Ebenezer was brought up to know Jesus as a child, he decided to walk away from the faith in his early life. But God had other plans. And I was sitting there, there are around 300,000 people in the meeting, and in the middle of the meeting, in the altar call time, in 300,000 people, while the pastor is preaching, and he called my name Ebenezer, you are running away from God. God wants you. I was so amazed that how that man know my name in 300,000 people. I ran up to the stage. He prayed for me. Immediately, I saw a bigger light in my life. I was moved with the Holy Spirit. I sp- started speaking tongues. That's how I met my Jesus. And so out of 300,000 people, the Lord God Almighty called Ebenezer by name. God knows you by name. That's why we call him our personal Lord and Saviour. Well, it's really my pleasure today to have with me in the studio here, in the Show Reality Studio, Pastor Ebenezer Shastri from India. Amazing. Uh, Pastor, you're involved in some amazing work. Uh, You've been planting churches. Uh, You've got a Bible college. You've got a TV station. Amazing stuff. Um, But I believe you also have amazing testimony. How did you find Jesus as Lord and Saviour? Yeah, it's such a joy and happy to be here with you this morning. What an opportunity for me to explore what the Lord is doing in my life and through my life. And I'm so glad that you have asked this to tell about my story. Always testimony matters the most Mm. because testimony is what is real. Mm. It's not something we make it up. And I'm so glad to tell what the Lord has done in my life. Fantastic. So how did you find Jesus? Yeah, basically, uh, you know that I come from India, uh, but it is not me founding Christ. Christ has come into my family through my grandfather. My grandfather is not a Christian by birth. He used to worship idols. He used to live like a man who others are living in the world. But one fine day, God has met him or God God was revealed to him and he came to this saving knowledge of God. In fact, he is the one of the important person in the idol worship temple doing all these pujas and all the worship to the idols. Mm-hmm. And God miraculously saved him through that. Mm. All family got saved. Mm. But sad story is, when I am around 18 years of age, seeing all the things that is happening in my grandfather's life and in my father's life, because of the faith they have in Jesus, they have been persecuted, discriminated. They were sent out from the home. They had all sorts of issues, poverty 
and so society is not willing to take them up into their hands so seeing all these things i was a little disturbed and i don't want to be in this faith of course i am in faith but i don't want to serve god anymore mm-hmm. so i want to do what the world offers for me mm-hmm. i'm just going away i ran after from or from home to other city mm-hmm. and there one evening one fine evening i was actually walking to a movie theater and then there are two people who are coming from a hometown for a crusade that is happening in the vishakhapatnam then to help them i have taken the two people to the meeting that is a healing crusade happening okay so when i went there i felt like sitting there in the meeting and i was sitting there there are around 300000 people in the meeting <laughs> one of the popular evangelist in india was preaching <laughs> and in the middle Imagine. of the meeting in the altar call time and god has heard my cry maybe in 300000 people while the pastor is preaching and he called my name ebenezer huh. you are running away from god god <laughs> wants you only god wow only god wants you yeah i was so amazed that how that man know my name <laughs> in 300000 people it's not, 30, it's not 30 people 300000 people i ran up to the stage he prayed for me and literally i was crying and all i was sweating immediately i saw a bigger light in my life i was moved with the holy spirit i sp- started speaking tongues and it was an amazing experience you know what happened i accepted christ as my real lord and savior at the very moment i didn't even walk to my home i walked to straight to bible college and had training for 3 <laughs> years that's how i met my jesus wow of course i know that's jesus right. from childhood yes but personally yes. i dedicated my life yes. with the intervention of the holy spirit absolutely you know that's amazing i've always i'm always absolutely stunned uh, at how god knows us uh you know pastor ebenezer he knows you he knew you yeah. in fact the bible says he knows us in our mother's womb absolutely <laughs> true absolutely I true i can't get my head around that so he knew you uh and he knew you personally god is omniscient that means yeah. he knows everything about everything yeah. so he knows everything about you and me you in india me here in yeah. england and he knew you when you were born and he had a plan and a purpose for your life absolutely and uh, yes he touched your life as a child you grew yeah. up under a christian uh, input in your life in a family but lord said i got my hand on this man's life yeah. watch this space yeah. and out of 300,000 people yeah. he knew you personally and yeah, not only me personally but all each but one of them each one of them each and every every detail of every person absolutely <laughs> that's the fantastic thing about jesus amazing just a quick question on on your testimony you you mentioned uh, your grand was it your grandfather my grandfather yes. uh, he had a, a supernatural experience of god can you explain that to us actually he was as i said he was worshiping in uh, the idol worship and during that time there is one mennonite missionary who came and preached the gospel in that area and the gospel has put lot of questions in his life what am i doing where am i going and the questions he asked to my grandfather is that you are doing some worship but do you know what are you really doing about do you know after death where are you going mm-hmm. so because my grandfather believed that i live a life here if i die if i do good deeds i will reborn again as a better person mm-hmm. that is the uh, knowledge they have back home mm-hmm. but the preacher while he was preaching he said there is only one life your good deeds cannot take you heaven yeah. only the blood of christ one chance then he started yeah. thinking that oh is there a really a life 
and started thinking about what the preacher was speaking. Then the word started to minister to him. And the revelation of the Lord revealed the real Jesus to him. Wow. That's how he accepted Christ. Yeah. And he left everything in one day, left this place, taken eight children of his own to other place to spread the gospel, what he has already knew that Jesus is real. Wow. It's amazing. You know, the Bible says all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That yeah. means everybody. It means somebody yeah. who follows a, yeah. a different religion yeah. as much as an atheist, yeah. as much as a nominal Christian in a Western country. Yeah. <laughs> We've all <laughs> sinned and come short yeah. of the glory of God. And the hope, this uh, this hope, uh, Pastor, as you've well explained, is that God knows you personally yeah. and his hand is upon you. And also, life. when you have a revelation of God about himself, what the logical explanation cannot do with a man, the revelation will does. The reason is, when my grandfather was spoken by somebody else, he was not changed. But when God revealed to him, that made him to leave everything he has mm -hmm. and stand for what he knew and what the revelation was revealed to him. Mm -hmm. That was the fantastic thing. Fantastic. So you gave it after Jesus, you went to Bible college, God yeah. had a calling on your life. Yeah. How did you start Carmel Ministries? Yeah, uh, when I got saved, I went to Bible college, had my ministerial training. I started, a, I started in a small village as a evangelist and then uh, I lost my dad in an unexpected way. While we were very young, my dad, maybe we don't have much finances to have a better treatment, and he was wrongly diagnosed. So we lost him at a very early age. Okay. So that makes me to come again to my hometown. So because there is a gap between me and my grandfather, my dad, all the ministry gone. So I have to start from the scratch. So I started my ministry in Eluru with seven people hmm. in 2002 with Carmel Ministries. Seven people. Wow. With seven people. Wow. And I had a plan, always dream in my mind, because my grandfather has thousands and thousands of followers. I pray always that I should establish a church again with a thousand plus people. <laughs> and I was in a process of doing that. God have given me a vision and spoke to me. It is your plan. My plan is different. Uh -huh. <laughs> and always we have plans. God has a plan. So God's plan for me, he's revealed to me is that I want you to go to rural and tribal villages where gospel is not yet reached. Right. So with the vision that God has given to me, I've been able to reach to the villages with the like-minded people. I encouraged some young people with me. I have taken them with me to the villages and rural villages and tribal villages. We started preaching the gospel. First five years, it was a hard thing for us. But once the ground has been broken and things started to move by the grace of God, mm -hmm. and then we started one church. The very beginning church is a in a Chenchu tribe, a tribe called Chenchu tribe, mm -hmm. they catch rats in the fields okay. and they eat it as oh well. <laughs> so, and when I went there in the village, it was terrible. You know, they were stinking. They don't. They were not even concerned about taking showers. There is no electricity in the village, so we need to sort out with them. We lived with them. We talked with them. We fed them. We spoke with the authorities and brought the electricity to the village. Wow. And now in that village, we have two hundred people in the church. Fantastic. And that's the first church we built. And ever since, God is so good to us. We have like-minded people. We gave much emphasis on evangelism, reaching uh, the villages and tribal villages. Now we got 65 churches in rural and tribal villages in India. Wow, that's incredible. 
Praise God. Are there any unreached people groups or, or, or tribes? Wow, why not? In India? India yes. Yeah, India is, you know, huge population. Mm. Huge in population. I know that even today, 65 to 67 percent of Indian rural tribal villages are not at reached with the power of gospel. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, I know. I went to Orissa last uh, before COVID, and I went to a village, and I was preaching about Jesus. I asked them, uh, "When did you hear about Jesus?" They said, "This is the first time we hear about Jesus." Mm. That amazes me. Mm. And you know the vision which I get for this. Uh, uh, rural ministry was challenged by a an advertisement and an incident happened in my life I went to a tribal village I walked to the mountain for uh, five kilometers me and my team went up mm. and I was uh, so much thirsty I asked a cup of water for them and one body gave me a cup of water and he, said, he suddenly said don't drink that water don't drink that water you'll be contaminated the water is contaminated you'll be <laughs> having sickness oh my. then I said okay then I will stay like this then suddenly one boy came with me a Pepsi bottle okay and it stunned my mind yeah. because the village where I went I need to walk five kilometers there Pepsi was started just maybe 100-200 years ago which was started in America, England, I don't know where it started, mm -hmm. but has reached the uttermost parts of the Indian villages <laughs> in less than 200 years. But 2000 years, gospel has not reached yeah. in the villages right. of India and Andhra Pradesh and so far places. Jesus. So that challenged me challenged. and I took that challenge and wow. I went to every village there. So far we could plant 65 churches in the India, in Orissa, Andhra and few states. Fantastic. Uh, the gospel has been around, like you say, for such a long yeah. time. Wow, it's incredible incredible amazing stories it's such an encouragement to us to me you know i don't live in india i live in the western world but um as we well know the mission field starts outside my front door yeah. you know and even in my culture there are people who are un unreached who don't know jesus as lord and savior pastor ebony it's been absolutely amazing chatting with you we're going to take a little break and be back after this you're listening to the reality produced by sheer reality listen again at sheerreality.net this is a listener-supported radio ministry, and we depend on you, the listener, to help us produce these programs, touching lives around the world. To become a vision partner of Sure Reality, go to surereality.net and click on Become a Vision Partner. That is, become a vision partner at surereality.net. Well, you're listening to The Reality with me, Dudley Anderson. Thank you so much for tuning on in or clicking on in at our website, showreality.net. I mentioned earlier that if you have any questions or perhaps you've been listening up and you, you relate to anything that has been said thus far and you'd like some prayer or you'd like to chat about whatever we've said, please do write to me by email, dudley at showreality.net. You can email me, dudley at showreality.net. Today on The Reality, we're chatting with Pastor Ebenezer Shastri. What an amazing testimony. I was so impressed how this preacher in his testimony knew his name and his circumstances among 300,000 people. You see, God knows each one of us personally. In fact, he knew you and me before we were born. Psalm 139 verse 16 tells us, Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. As with Pastor Ebenezer, God has a plan for your life. I encourage you to look to Christ. Submit your life to His will and His plan for you. As with Pastor Ebenezer, God will use you in remarkable ways. 
Well, Pastor Ebenezer Sastry sensed the call of God to take the good news of Jesus to the far reaches of his land. India is a vast nation with a population of more than 1.3 billion people, but God knows each one of them by name. Ebenezer set out to reach the unreached with the love of God. We pick up our conversation once again as he explains to us how he ministers in rural India, which is still greatly influenced by dark forces. I asked him if he ever confronted demon deliverance. It's a daily life for us. As I said, we go to tribal villages and rural villages. It's not easy. If I say this, you'll be surprised. There, are, If there is a tree here, tree on the other side, they will tie a big rope and they pour some water which has been empowered by the evil spirits. If oh. you cross it, you will die or get a terrible sickness. Oh my. And witchcraft. And those things are very terrible in those areas. But I want to tell you for the glory of the Lord, 25 years I've been in those tribal villages. So far, not even one time I was affected with that. Thank you, Jesus. Because uh, the one who is in me is greater than one who is in the world. Absolutely. That's what Bible says. Absolutely. That is the power of the Lord. No witchcraft, no evil forces are supreme than Jesus. Absolutely. And we spoke about testimony earlier. Yeah. The Bible also says we've overcome the enemy, the devil, yeah. by the blood of Jesus Amen. and the word of our testimony. Yes, absolutely. And that's what you're doing going out there. Yeah. So do you ever confront um, people possessed or, or demonized? Yeah. yeah, yeah, very much. Do you have a story to tell us? Yeah, in uh, one village, we saw a woman who was fully demonized. She was uh, crushing her teeth and he was, she was uh, scratching herself and she's shaking her head. She's, her eyes are becoming bigger and bigger. All the people are so scared about her. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have been praying, 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 praying. And it took almost three, four hours for all the team to pray. And finally, when we pray and ask the Lord, and we see the demon forces leave her and she is free doing the worship of God. Praise God. In one of our village, uh, very near to my hometown, I, I see one thing. One man, very demonized, is always beating his wife and he is so objectionable for this man, for this woman to go to church. She is the only man, she, woman who got saved in that family. Hmm. So they, all the family said you should not go from the church from next Sunday. But she has went to the church. All the children and husband are so angry and they want to kill her or beat her mm-hmm. when she come to home. All are ready with the sticks. Yes. And she was so scared, she went and uh, uh, ran into the toilet and locked herself. In India, you have toilets outside in the villages. Right. So when she went and screaming inside, in front of her, there is a big, squ- there is a big cobra, black cobra, wow. doing like this. Oh my goodness. And she was no, she was, no words to speak. And outside, if you go, the husband is so uh, angry. Outside, the people are angry for her to go into church. But when she went to the church, she heard a voice saying that, if you say anything in the name of Jesus, it will happen. Remembering that word in the church, she said, in the name of Jesus, get out from this place. And the snake went back from that place. (laughs) And through that, all family got saved. I only gave baptism for them. All are coming to the church. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Oh, praise God. That's how. Amazing that's why stuff. we confront Jesus yeah. in the blood of Christ, 
in the name of Christ. Hallelujah. That's the only way. Absolutely. There is no different different moral schemes for that. The one and only name is Jesus and his blood can drive away all the demons. Hallelujah. Name above all names. Yeah. Amazing, amazing. Pastor, I believe you also um, you have a Bible college. If we have time, we'll talk about that. But you also run children's work and, and orphanages. Tell us about that. Yeah, we have also started a children's home. Now we have uh, 50 children in the children's home. Actually, children's home actually is not my vision. I think it's social work. I don't do all these things. My calling is only saving souls. Mm-hmm. But I see children... when they are homeless when they are left out in orphans there are some groups who take the children and they sell the organs of the children make oh. them handicapped oh my word and those things really hurt me Jesus. and one day me and my wife was traveling to uh, other place we saw a baby five days baby in the dustbin oh my word and we have taken that girl if we were not there that baby was a meat or food to the pigs or a dogs on the street So now you know the girl is working as a nurse in the wow. Vijayawada hospital. Wow. Wow. That's so amazing. there are plenty of these things. Jeez. Then I sp- I I felt that one thing is that it is not only preaching gospel, it is demonstration of the gospel that matters. Mm. So sometimes we speak a lot about love of God but we don't, we don't show love of God. So when we demonstrate the love of God, gospel has not only to be preached by word but by deed also. Spot on, absolutely. And that got into my mind, then we started a children home. We transformed hundreds of children by God's grace and people and people's support. And we raised there are three people now studying engineering, eight are doing BS in nursing and children are growing in a spiritual that's the most important thing. We are putting a spiritual seed in the life of a child when they are very young yeah, yeah. and we give them education we give them food we give them a, a family life we make sure that they, we make sure that they believe that we have a family we belong to a family fantastic so those orphans are so precious yeah, yeah. i don't see them as just as orphans i see them as a soldiers of christ in the days to come hallelujah like we said earlier um and and you alluded to this i know the plans i have for you says the lord god's yeah. got a plan for your life and he has a plan for their lives too. Yeah. And as we said earlier, God knew you personally, Pastor Ebenezer, and led you to Christ. He knows each one of those little ones personally yeah. Yeah. too. Wonderful stuff. The Bible college, you you're running a Bible college yeah. and God miraculously, well, let's yeah. say God provided a whole uh, yeah. resource of of Amen. literature for you. Absolutely. An amazing story. Tell us about that. Yeah, Bible college uh, also there is a vision and story behind it. because we now bible college we have students from seven different states of india but basically all students come the rural and tribal villages again but in india the problem is every tribal has an own own language mm. they have their own tribal language if i go i can't do anything so when we go for evangelism when we see churches are formed there we pick up one or two interested students and bring them back to our college we train them we send them back to the villages which make it very easy for us to have church planting so that's the vision behind the bible college to train the nationals to win our nation mm-hmm. that's the thing right. because we can't go i can't go to the specific tribe there are cultural barriers there are traditional barriers right. so that's my vision why i bring all these young people train them and two years and three years courses and send them back to the uh, different villages 
Uh, that's what we have now 48 pastors working as a team. Wow. And my belief is that this year we want to train 50 students from now on, raise more young men and women for the glory of the Lord, preparing as a soldiers of God to uh, do the harvest of souls in those areas in India and across the nation. Amazing. And uh, I did mention that God provided a, a library for you. Tell us that ah. story. Come on. When we started Bible College, uh, it was both an amazing story. God has given me privilege to go to New Zealand. Uh-huh. Uh, while I, while we were going back to airport, the host stopped me at a bookshop. He wanted to buy a greeting card, and then uh, the thing is done. The shopkeeper came to me and what are you doing? I tell all my story about what I have said to you, <laughs> and he said, and I also said about Bible College. <laughs> At that time, actually, we are looking to have an accreditation with some accreditation agencies. They asked me fifteen thousand books to be needed in the Bible in the library to be accredited. Okay. To buy fifteen thousand books, oh. I don't have that money <laughs> yes. to buy that many books. Wow. And then we are praying, but the shopkeeper come to me and said, "Do you mind if I give you books?" <laughs> I said, "Give me three or four because my luggage is overloaded. I have to pay for for that." <laughs> He laughed at me and said, "God spoke to me to give you two containers of books." <laughs> <laughs> and That's you know I and I my question Christ is Jesus. that always we think negative you know yeah. and ask who will pray the fright yes <laughs> and the person who is in the shop without knowing me said if you are okay i'm going to pay for you <gasps> and he paid without spending single np i got 17000 books in my <laughs> library that was one of the biggest library we have in my county in the bible college <laughs> Only God. Only God can Only do. God. Only wow. God can do. You what, And you know the Bible College building Praise also. Jesus. Amazingly, that came. We were we are in big need of building that building. Hmm. I'm preaching in a church. One young man came to me and gave me a check, hmm. and I didn't even bother about the check because he's only just 18 years. Hmm. Because 18 years of aged person, how much money he can give? <laughs> Hardly 150, <laughs> not more than that. That's my assumption. <laughs> so I went on to home. Uh, without uh, having that in my mind i put my shirt in the washing machine in that my credit card debit card small money and the cover is there hmm. after putting that few minutes i realized that i did this oh dear and it's too late oh. and after removing that i opened the shirt my card my money everything got into pieces oh but the check with the young man was given was not even wet <laughs> and i opened it yes. it is 35000 dollars <laughs> which we need <laughs> which we need for the building of the bible college wow. that is how god miraculously provided yeah. and i know there is god in it yeah. yeah when you don't have god in your life yeah when you don't have god in your ways yeah. you don't have all these supplies absolutely then i so strengthen that if god is with you all things are possible absolutely because so, he knows you he knows yeah, you he knows us. he knew yeah. your need personally yeah. You know that's what God is saying today. One minute left, uh, Pastor Ebenezer. Uh, maybe there's somebody listening and maybe clicked online. They're listening to our podcast and uh, they they're facing difficulty in life. Maybe uh, they're being you know hurt or persecuted for their faith. Uh, maybe they got great needs, like you've explained. What's your word to them? Yeah, always persecutions are there for the faith. No doubt about it. But one promise of the Lord is that the gates of the hell shall not prevail against the kingdom of God. No, you know, in India, there are a lot of persecution for the faith we have, lot of oppositions. But uh, when we are in the faith, when we come to the saving knowledge of God, we believe that Jesus is the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, and He is coming for us with the reward for the faith we have. For the persecutions we face now, there is a great reward that was set in the heaven. That should be our hope. 
that should be our goal so looking unto jesus run the race with faith and overcome the devil overcome the persecutions live a life for god which brings glory to god then our, our life is set for the glory of God. Fantastic. Well, Pastor Ebony, it's been amazing speaking to you. Uh, do you have a website if anybody wants to make contact? Yeah, if somebody wants to know more about us, please log on to www.carmelministries.org or you can uh, uh, find us on Facebook. You know about us or you can know more about Lord Jesus and He is a faithful God. He's a faithful friend. He loves you and God loves you. Many blessings and prayers. Fantastic. That's carmelministries.org carmelministries.org Pastor, thank you for joining us on The Reality. Speaking to Pastor Ebenezer Shastri today on The Reality. Just a reminder once again, please check out their website carmelministries.org If you've been listening up and you have any questions or you'd like some prayer, I would love to hear from you. Write to me by email dudley at surereality.net. Email me dudley at surereality.net. The Reality is produced by Sure Reality, a listener-supported radio ministry. Only with your prayer and financial support can we produce these radio programs. So please consider sowing into this ministry by becoming a vision partner at the website surereality.net. Click on the menu option, Become a Vision Partner. From me, Dudley Anderson, to you, as always, keep your eyes on Jesus and stay on track.